Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Renee and Shauna, who are amazing individuals and make a phenomenal team. They are the creators of the Red Bra Project, which is a beautiful platform that serves to celebrate her, to share her story. It is a bold, powerful, and supportive movement that empowers others through their sharing of stories. We have so much to talk about, Renee and Shauna, so let's get right into this and welcome. Thank you so much for having us, Summer. It's such a pleasure to be on your podcast now um, and kind of have the roles reversed. So thank you. Yes, thank you both. Agree. I'm so excited to be here. This is Shauna. I guess I should identify who I am. Um, so I'm the blonde on the page. It helps people okay. identify us. We have our, uh, our guests tell us that all the time. That's how they tell us apart. <laughs> right. Shauna's the blonde and Renee's the brunette. So let's, <laughs> so let's get started and let's chat about a bit about your personal journeys and move into your collaboration and the development of the Red Bra Project. So which of you would like to start, Renee or Shauna? Go ahead, Shauna. Okay, I will go. Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I'm originally from Ohio. Um, grew up there, went to college there. And then once I was done with that, I my parents had moved away. So I decided to spread my wings and go everywhere from Michigan to Idaho to finally landing in Massachusetts. Um, and I, yeah, I've spent the rest of my time in Massachusetts since 2006. And I love it. I'm raising two wonderful kids, um, Gavin and Kendall. Uh, Gavin is on the autism spectrum. So that has really been a, a passion and um, a route in my life that I never expected to be so a part of a movement. I'm now transitioning careers, which was a big change for me in the last year, but you know, the right move at the right time. And it's been so exciting. And I'm glad that I, that I took that leap. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll share together about the red bra. So I'll get, let you give your background, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yep. Just like Shauna, I'm actually a Midwestern girl myself. So um, we both grew up in Ohio and I love Ohio. It's going to, it's always dear to my heart. Um, but after graduating college, I had kind of had the itch to travel. And so before diving into um, quote unquote, the big, big kid life, um, grown up world, I decided that I was going to take a trip, um, and actually, I used to work at a fundraising center um, at Kent State University, and I talked to an alumni who shared that he has all of his kids take a short trip right after they graduate, because this is the time in their life when they're not quite committed yet, and they need to go out and experience it, and I think, honestly, having that conversation was such um, an important part in where I decided to take my life from there, um, so I I chose a country and I went off to Australia for six months. Um, I lived and worked over there, studied, or I didn't study, but I worked um, half the time and then afforded more travel all the way up the coast. Um, initially went over there with a roommate and she ended up going back a bit earlier. So I had the opportunity to make the choice to have an oh no moment. Um, I'm gonna be here by myself traveling as a young 20 something and you know, working to earn that money and make my way up the coast, or I could um, either go back or I could just kind of put both of my feet in and put up, you know, find my bravery, my courage and do it on my own. And that's what I chose to do. And from there, um, I came back and 
you know, I, I have a, you know, my bachelor psychology, minor in advertising, but um, I always knew that I just enjoyed experiencing different and new things. And so spent about two and a half years kind of figuring out uh, what in the world I was going to do. I had a job opportunity within the first week I came back from Australia. I used to volunteer on a crisis hotline um, in our city and it was amazing. It was such an incredible experience. And I had interviewed six people on the panel, you know, shaking first real interview up right out of college and had to do a presentation and a case study. And they called me um, within 48 hours. And I remember sitting in the parking lot of the restaurant I worked at. I was going in for my serving shift and I was also cocktail serving in the evening. Um, so I was working two jobs after returning from Australia, a little depressed just because I missed that beautiful country and traveling. But um, I was sitting in my car and they offered me the position, a full-time salary and benefits. And I didn't have to hesitate. I paused for a second and I listened to my gut, which I think that at the time people thought I was crazy. I think I thought I was crazy and, you know, talking to my parents then. Um, but I said, thank you so much for the opportunity, but I don't feel like this is right for me. And that was the second huge decision I made in my life. Um, and then from there, I continue to discover myself. I now travel about 10 months out of the year, um, producing and managing live events. Um, when COVID's not in full effect, but um, it's definitely my passion and my joy. Well, you both are so adventurous and courageous. Now, you've both spoken on job change and jobs and how that might look now. So, Shauna, can you tap into kind of what that's like for you now going through a job change? Yeah, so I had been doing, I'd been working in college and res, um, in residence life for 15 years and made the decision that it wasn't for me anymore. I was burnt out. So last May, I changed into a sales role that supports college and universities, but is a completely different role than I've done. Um, and at the time, it felt right. I mean, it's still, I love it. Um, I love the job, but man, it's a risk when a year later, not even a year later, the world and the country you live in or in a, in a pandemic. And so um, I think that I just check myself a lot and I remind myself of the joys of the new position that I have. And even though it's a real struggle right now, I'm still really proud of myself too, that I took this risk. Um, and I remember I talked to Renee about this a lot too, just that I was okay if I failed at it because I knew that I was making this decision on my own. And um, it was just one that was really important for me that I would, I wanted to do it and not look back with regret and it, that I didn't do it, if that makes sense. Oh, that totally makes sense. I totally get that. And thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people are going through a lot of transition right now. And I think hearing those wise words and those words of courage that it is your decision and you made that decision, and you feel good about the decision is so important for people to hear it because I think that people will second guess themselves right now. They will also reflect on, oh my goodness, I should have stayed maybe at that job. So I think to hear that is inspirational. Now I'm going to switch to Renee at this point and you are on the road 10 months out of the year to do your job, to also travel. Tell us how that feels not doing your job in the same way right now because most of your production would be on site, correct? Mm -hmm. It is on site. Um, typically, you know, it's a different market every one to two weeks. And so we're usually out there with a team. Uh, we have, you know, custom vehicles. We wear many hats when we're out there. And so just thriving off that change and energy and 
It may be the same event for the client per the campaign. Um, however, it's always a different event because of the, um, you know, who you're working with, the area, the location, everything. And um, needless to say, after doing that, you know, it's been uh, about over 14 years. And then um, a few years ago, we actually made the decision to go 100% mobile. And so instead of coming home to our brand new apartment that still smelled brand new after 10 months, which was fantastic, but we're like, we don't want to throw rent out the window. Um, we actually live in a motor coach. So we have a coach home, so we are full on 100% travel. And with COVID this year, yeah, I mean, nobody, nobody knew what the pandemic would bring. Nobody saw a pandemic like this um, when you're making those types of decisions. So to say that our world and my world has been turned um, upside down at about 100% would be fairly accurate. So um, honestly, it's just taking it day by day. And I think that's really important because taking off any bigger chunks than that at the moment, there's a lot of things you're processing, both, both personally and in the world and what everybody's going through something, um, you know, and it's, it looks different for every family and every person. Absolutely. It certainly does. So with those changes that you've made and with your job and personal journey, uh, I'm sure things look very different for you as well as for Shauna. And so it's a unique time for sure. And I think we just have to put it in perspective, each of us in our own way. And I think a lot of it has to do with our transitional skills and our coping skills. And um, it sounds like you guys are right on top of that. So let's move into the collaboration, um, the collaboration and your development of the Red Bra Project. Mm, Shauna, you want to start it off? <laughs> sure. I can take the lead on this and uh, okay. <laughs> help me out if I miss pieces. Huh? Uh, but yeah, so Renee and I, what we didn't share is we're both Midwest girls, but we actually grew up in the same town. Um, and it was a small town at that. And we were acquaintances, but, you know, ran in similar circles, knew each other well, but, um, you know, just ran, I guess, with a, a, a different group that sometimes came together. Um, yeah. And that sometimes it came together was a friend who lived in Massachusetts with me. Uh, so she was getting together with Renee for dinner and I um, tagged along on that. And it was really that night where it was great to reconnect with her, catch up on a lot of years, um, even though, you know, we look really young, <laughs> there's, there's some history there. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that I mean, same friend... Really What's that? <laughs> you look really young. You do. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, but that same friend was going to a reunion, and I think, you know, just started to become a joke about what she should wear. And somewhere, and I don't remember who, but along the, the lines that night, we were like, you should wear a red bra, because, you know, a red bra makes you feel confident and good. And anything after that night, we would send each other texts. And if we were going for a job or if we were having some big thing in our life, we would text each other back and forth. Don't forget your red bra. Don't forget your red bra. And mm -hmm. Renee, I think that stuck with you a lot as we were sending those texts, if you want to pick up from there. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things somewhere like you, you can have an interaction or you can meet somebody or you can go through an experience and you know how it just weighs on your heart or in your mind and soul. And so that was literally, I think, end of July and come January, I'm still thinking about the red bra and red bra moments. And I hadn't said anything about what was kind of developing my mind. And finally, it was, I think, January 16th, to be exact. I'd have to go back and look at my calendar. But I reached out and I was like, hey, I have this incredible idea. I have no idea what we're going to do, how, how to create a YouTube page, how we're going to do this, what exactly it's going to look like. I have no idea. 
but I shared that it would be so amazing to create a platform for women to share their personal stories on, sharing how they've gotten through um, adversity and challenges, and really sharing those quote unquote red raw moments that we can all grow and find some inspiration and hope from. And that's kind of where it stems. And we dove in and we launched on February 14th because, well, that was Valentine's Day and it's red. Yeah. So that made perfect sense. So we right. worked, our, worked our tails off to create a YouTube page and our website and um, figure out how to do this. And, you know, within the first six months, we had a couple global guests and we were just loving it. And it's grown from there. Well, I love the whole idea of the Red Bra Project. And what is your overall mission for the Red Bra Project? You know, we get asked it a lot, and especially at the beginning. And I think that sometimes people, you know, they're supporting and supporting you and they want to see where you're going. And I think, and I still feel like this is true for me. And then Shauna, you can chime in. But I think that there is just so much we get from meeting each single woman and highlighting them and showing their story that I feel like that is incredible. And the more women we can touch, the better. And the more that they get to hear these stories, it just creates that beautiful ripple effect. And so I feel like that's true today as it was then when we started it. Awesome. Yeah, I 100% agree. And, you know, all my work with college students and now raising an, a preteen, 11-year-old girl, um, you know, there's that mean girl syndrome out there. And so having the opportunity to be a community that is celebrating what we're doing, um, I think that that's really our ultimate goal. Like Renee said, there's just these great stories out there that sometimes aren't being heard because we don't look at it as something that, that we we're trained to see that as competition in one another. And so breaking down that barrier, I think is what we're really trying to do and celebrating these successes rather than um, being competitive about it. One more quick thing about that too, if I may, um, you know, we can, we as just sometimes women, we put each other on these amazing pedestals sometimes. And I think we forget how many important personal stories that we have. And we may tell ourselves, oh, it doesn't mean anything or they're not valid. But really when you take a few minutes and you share it, the impact it can have on somebody, the positive impact is, you know, huge. Absolutely. I fully agree with that. And even if your story, you may not think, I was asked the other day as an, as an instance, I was asked or told the other day, you know, I've never been asked to tell my story. And when I heard a woman say that to me, I was like, wow, you've never been asked to tell your story. And when she told her story, she was like, oh, it was so nice to tell my story. Thank you for asking me. And, and that, that fulfillment that that person gets in telling their story and then to hear from folks about the story itself is so amazing. And I was able to tell her there were so many, so much amazing feedback about your story. So these platforms that we've created here for women to be able to tell their story is just so empowering. Summer, you hit the nail on the head right there. That's just the heart passion behind the Red Bra Project is to touch one person like that. And you have an incredible platform yourself too. Oh, thank you. So I'm going to ask you a question and it kind of is a lead in. I was very honored to be a guest on the Red Bra Project. And I bring this up because the presentation of the episode was so phenomenally produced. It was beautiful and thoughtful. I was so honored to be featured on your platform and the interview was so engaging. I felt like I was being interviewed by two really good friends and it felt really good. So 
my question to you after saying all that, what is some of the wisdom you've gained, each of you, uh, from some of the guests that you featured? Oh, that is a great question. I just feel like we have had such a versatile group of women that I've taken something from each of them. But I feel like every time I'm speaking with somebody new um, as we're interviewing them, and thank you so much. We really want it to be conversational. And I think that that's always how it has been. And that's why we do it live so that, you know, we catch those rare moments where if you go back to some, there are some funny clips that happen. Um, But yeah, I just, I mean... I think that the best part of the women that we interview is is having those moments where I'm like, oh gosh, yes, I went through that too. And I think that's what we're hoping our followers see as well as having those moments of connection where you're like, I'm not alone in this. Uh, this person who's doing great, amazing things went through that too. Maybe I shouldn't be so scared. Maybe I should stop putting fear in front of me. I think that's probably the biggest thing I take from each guest is when they talk about how they push past that fear. Awesome. Yeah. And I have to agree with you. I mean, we get something from every single woman and highlight and story we share. And it's just, we'll debrief this sometimes. Shauna and I will WhatsApp back and forth or chat really quick. And oh my gosh, that was so amazing. What an incredible guest. Like, you know, and usually when we do it in the evening, we're reeling for at least an hour or so after. <laughs> right. But, um, right. I mean, oh gosh, whether it's the red bra moment or um, something they shared about they learned unexpectedly or you know, a personal insight. There's just so much in every single episode that it just, it, it never gets old. I think right? it's such a compliment too, that they trust us. Uh, you know, we go heavy on some of their stories based on whatever they are willing to share. And the fact that they're willing to be so open and vulnerable with us um, is just, it's really an honor to have any of you as our guest. Mm-hmm. And we were honored to have you for sure, Summer. Oh, oh yeah. so much. It was, it was such an honor to be a guest on your show. And I absolutely can understand what you're saying. For me, every woman featured on my podcast is so special. It, it is such an honor to have that person on your platform being and telling their story authentically from their eyes, from their perspective. And I think I take something away from each person, such as, as you mentioned, as you both mentioned, connection, holding women up pushing past fear, courage, uh, resiliency. There's so much and each story offers such wisdom. So what I'm going to ask you both is since your platform is the Red Bra Project (laughs) and you're asking women about a Red Bra moment, can you each give me one of your Red Bra moments? I know you've touched on different things through your personal history and your professional history, but what is one of those experiences, life experiences, that was a red bra moment for you? Well, we should have saw this question coming, shouldn't we, (laughs) Brene? I'll go first if you want, Renee. Sure, go for it. I think, you know, really when I reflect on everything, I think that I've had big and small ones, but I think some of the moments that I'm most proud of are really the work that I did to make sure that my son was supported with his um, autism diagnosis. So he was 19 months old when we got that, and it was moderate to severe. And really, most doctors thought he may never speak, he may never do normal, typical child things. And so I think the 
continuous push that I had to make sure service providers were coming to our house to make sure that his IEP was met, to make sure that he was getting everything he needed and to hear his voice, you know, it's three and a half years old, finally have him say mama and, you know, be able to tell us things that he wanted and to now see him playing soccer and being in a fully inclusive classroom. I think every day when I look at him, he's just my red bra moment because it's, it's him that inspired me to, to do that work and to, to not stop and not take no as an answer. That is a phenomenal red bra moment. <laughs> I mean, it really is to hear those words to really be the advocate for your son and to see that growth. That is amazing. So thank you for sharing that. Shauna, I love that too. And that's funny, I have to tell you because we're just doing voice right now, but I, my eyes are tearing up. I'm such a little sick. <laughs> and he's just a little, I mean, he never shuts up now, but I'll never want him to because, you know, we never thought we'd hear that voice. Um, so he can talk all he wants. <laughs> amazing. Um, and to, to answer our own question for you, <laughs> for you, <laughs> um, it's interesting that you use the words continuous push, Shauna, because you know I do believe in like an ebb and flow, and sometimes not sometimes, but quite often you need to let go to receive and kind of find the flow. Um, but I'm definitely a driver personality in that sense, and I think one of the big red bra moments that stick out for me, of course, is through a personal a personal journey, and I had LASIK at one point, and it did not go well, and it actually ruined the corneas in both of my eyes. And so I went on a long journey. And, you know, when you say long, that can be figurative, but it's also, you know, it, it depends on how that is impacting your world. So it was about two and a half years and um, struggling with being able to see at a hundred percent and clarity and, you know, it's ups and downs and all of this. And so I happen to be in um, a Northeastern state and I bump into um, the director of a very large company. And he looks at me and he says, you know, along the lines of, are, are your eyes infected? What's going on? And so we stepped aside and talked for a minute and he shared some information with me that I went on and I um, pursued um, the word and figured out what it was. And it was a scleral lens and throughout my whole journey, nobody's ever said that to me to help me out. So long story short, I think that um, even after two and a half years when I wasn't sure if the situation would ever improve and you know, I did my due diligence and I put in the work and I tried and tried never to give up. You have those hard moments and it's really hard sometimes, but that continuous push to um, remain open, even though you want to fight that, that feeling to be open to find a solution. Um, I think that really pays off. And so just that red bra moment of, I think, um, continuing to find a solution, even when you can't see it. Right. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, uh, good conclusion there. Oh my gosh. Your story too, Renee, because I know what you uh, went through and just, I know it took you a while to even be able to share that. So I'm so proud of you. Wow. That is an amazing story. And I, and I say that because the eyes, <laughs> your functioning, everything you can get inside, outside of that head and if you don't have what you had before to transition through that and to continue to hope and have the courage that things will get better or change, that's important. And I think what you said in the beginning to tie it into the circle of letting go is sometimes the freedom, right? Sometimes the recognition, sometimes the courage, sometimes the, the relief letting go is all of that. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, 
maybe that opens up some clarity and some vision for, ah, I can do this a different way. And yes, I still have hope. Mm -hmm. And you can have those conversations and open up those conversations with different people as you are now, you know, telling us a story, which is an impactful story. So thank you for sharing it. Mm, you're welcome. So I'm going to get to my last couple of questions here, but I know that you touched on a goal. What is, now that you're into this and you've been doing this for a while, the, the Red Bra Project, what is your ultimate goal? What is your ultimate goal here for the project? I think hearing what you told us, Summer, sharing from a guest perspective that it just felt like you were sitting down and talking with somebody in their living room. I mean, that's, that's actually on our, <laughs> that's on our website, um, that we want our guests to feel comfortable. And I think that, um, you know, just reaching as many women as we can and having them inspire each other with their own stories. Um, you know, we have the platform, we facilitate it, but the real magic happens within the woman and sharing. Absolutely. I couldn't say it better. I think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you both <laughs> in sharing that and what your ultimate goal was, because we do, we start out thinking about a certain project in one way and then it develops, you know, and it grows. And I'm sure you're, your project has grown and your mission has grown and it has become richer and deeper and just every story is a layer of, of depth and wisdom and courage and fulfillment for you both in that these people are trusting you with their stories, with their journeys, with their wisdom. It's just so incredible. Thank you. And everything that you do, as I said, is produced in a way that is just so beautifully put out there. So just even as a guest, I want to thank you for that because it, it felt like I was so special. And you I are special. <laughs> I, I, thank you so much. But when I was featured on your show, I'm like, wow, every little bit, every little thing that you did from the postcard afterwards to, you know, the actual presentation and the production of the show was fabulous. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you so much. Lamar. That's amazing. Absolutely. Because the work that you put into it, I know that it, it doesn't feel like work some of the times, but we know as we do this, <laughs> as we edit, as we market, as we want to make sure that people are feeling like they told their story for a reason and it's getting out there and we're making sure that it's being heard, that that in itself takes time, effort, and energy. So thank you for the time, effort, and energy that you're putting into this because it is so meaningful. Well, thank you. And honestly, I mean, they talk about yin and yang. And I, I mean, Renee's type A personality, I could not not give her credit for all of this. She is what keeps me balanced. And I'm grateful that she takes along my procrastinating behavior. And um, I think we balance each other out in that way. But I mean, you can tell just by the work of her, um, you know, her producing background and everything that she does down to the details. And so I'm grateful for her as a partner and just the leadership skills and, you know, creativity that she has yeah it's pretty phenomenal well thank you i so. couldn't do it without shauna by my side i mean we just yeah there's that that amazing everyone needs a goofy sidekick you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, yeah. we do wear the goofy pants every now and then i mean i'm so random i mean i mean i, I will share when we started this the, the the ladies are like uh you're a little low renee i'm like oh no can you see my shorts no they met my audio so <laughs> 
<laughs> definitely a little random. Um, but no, I mean, with the, with the Red Bra Project and producing it and everything, Summer, that is exactly how we want to treat each story and guest, kind of handled with care and love and just special attention because everybody deserves to be highlighted and celebrated. So thank you for sharing the feedback. Absolutely. I am happy to share the feedback because again, we want to lift each other up. Even those of us who are doing the work, we still want to be lifted up and you do a phenomenal job and you are both a phenomenal team. So we're getting to the last question. And my last question is, as we come to the end of this interview, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? And I'm going to go with Renee first, if you want to share what your words of wisdom would be. That no matter how dead ends, and I know that's a pretty harsh word to use, but no matter how impossible a situation may seem, I think it's really important to just kind of put that chant in your head, in your heart, that even though you can't see the lights or you can't feel the lights, just to find that little bit of hope of inspiration and um, to try different ways to find it. For some of us, it's a workout, a conversation, um, a quiet night at home, um, a good run, a good sweat session, talking to a girlfriend, listening to a story. So just don't give up because you will find the answers that you need, even when it feels impossible. Thank you for those words of wisdom. And (laughs) I do too, I absolutely do. So Shauna, what would be your words of wisdom that you can leave the listeners with today? Yeah, I think my message is consistently to find your cheerleaders, find those women or whoever in your life that are going to lift you up. Um, I spent a lot of time in my life struggling with insecurities that I wasn't enough, comparing. And so I realized that it really comes back to who you're surrounding yourself with, because when you have people that are celebrating you and really making you not feel bad about your accomplishments, but owning them and and being happy for them, that that's where you can start to be more confident in yourself. So I would say, find that group, find your tribe and and run with them and, and know that it's quality, not quantity of friends. Absolutely. Great words of wisdom from you both. Thank you so much, Renee and Shauna, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Summer, for having us. It's always an honor. And gosh, we're so glad that we're connected with you. Oh, and it is an honor for me to be connected with you both and and being part of your tribe. So thank you so much. If you'd like to know more about Renee and Shauna and the Red Bra Project, please follow the Red Bra Project on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and visit their website at theredbraproject.com. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at infocorewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.